Welcome to Wisdom Today. My name is Bill Kelly, and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we will be exploring the book of Proverbs. In prayer, Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you give them ears to hear and a heart to receive everything you have in store for them today. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Proverb 13, beginning in verse 1. A wise son heeds his father's instruction, but a scoffer does not listen to rebuke. A man shall eat well by the fruit of his mouth, but the soul of the unfaithful feeds on violence. He who guards his mouth preserves his life, but he who opens wide his lips shall have destruction. The soul of a lazy man desires and has nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made rich. A righteous man hates lying, but a wicked man is loathsome and comes to shame. Righteousness guards him whose way is blameless, but wickedness overthrows the sinner. There is one who makes himself rich, yet has nothing, and one who makes himself poor, yet has great riches. The ransom of a man's life is his riches, but the poor does not hear rebuke. The light of the righteous rejoices, but the lamp of the wicked will be put out. By pride comes nothing but strife, but with the well-advised is wisdom. Wealth gained by dishonesty will be diminished, but he who gathers by labor will increase. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. He who despises the word will be destroyed, but he who fears the commandment will be rewarded. The law of the wise is a fountain of life to turn one away from the snares of death. Good understanding gains favor, but the way of the unfaithful is hard. Every prudent man acts with knowledge, but a fool lays open his folly. A wicked messenger falls into trouble, but a faithful ambassador brings health. Poverty and shame will come to him who disdains correction, but he who regards a rebuke will be honored. A desire accomplished is sweet to the soul, but it is an abomination to fools to depart from evil. He who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. Evil pursues sinners, but to the righteous good shall be repaid. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the wealth of the sinner is stored up for the righteous. Much food is in the fallow ground of the poor, and for lack of justice there is waste. He who spares his rod hates his son, but he who loves him disciplines him promptly. 
The righteous eats to the satisfying of his soul, but the stomach of the wicked shall be in want. Friends, today let's take a closer look at verse 6. And Proverbs 13, verse 6 says this, Righteousness guards him whose way is blameless, but wickedness overthrows the sinner. Friends, we will come back to that verse prior to closing today, but what I'd like to do right now is continue our study in the book of Job. Today we'll be taking a closer look at the first part of chapter 22. Let's begin in verse 1. Then Eliphaz the Temanite answered and said, Can a man be profitable to God, though he who is wise may be profitable to himself? Is it any pleasure to the Almighty that you are righteous, or is it gain to him that you make your way blameless? Friends, I'm going to stop right there. The first point I'd like to bring up is, number one, God loves righteousness and justice. Let's listen to Psalm 33.5. God loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. Now, let's go to the book of Jeremiah. In Jeremiah chapter 9, Verse 24, this is what it says. But let him who glories glory in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord, exercising loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these I delight, says the Lord. So in answer to the question of Eliphaz, yes, indeed, God loves it if you are righteous and you live your life that way. Let's continue in verse 4. Is it because of your fear of him that he corrects you and enters into judgment with you? Let's look at point number two today. God chastens those he loves. Let's go to the book of Hebrews, chapter 12. If we go to verse 5, it says, And you have forgotten the exhortation which speaks to you as to sons. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor be discouraged when you are rebuked by him for whom the Lord loves he chastens, and scourges every son whom he receives. If you endure chastening, God deals with you as with sons. For what son is there whom a father does not chasten? Friends, once you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you become a child of God. And God will chasten you from time to time when he sees that you are mistaken. You'll just get a sense that, wow, I, sh I shouldn't have done that. And it's a reminder that he watches out for us. And not only does he watch out for us, but he cares about the little things 
that we do. Let's go to verse 5. Is not your wickedness great and your iniquity without end? For you have taken pledges from your brother for no reason and stripped the naked of their clothing. You have not given the weary water to drink and you have withheld bread from the hungry. Friends, the third point I'd like to bring up today is that we are to care for the widows and the hungry. That verse we just read sounds an awful lot like Jesus. If we go to the book of Matthew chapter 25, and if we look at verse 35 and 36, listen to the words of Jesus. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in, and was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Friends, this is who Jesus was, and it should also be who we are. Jesus is the example that we should try to emulate in our lives. Let's go to the book of 1 Timothy, chapter 5. Let's begin in verse 3. Honor widows who are really widows. But if any widow has children or grandchildren, let them first learn to show piety at home and to repay their parents, for this is good and acceptable before God. Now she who is really a widow and left alone trusts in God and continues in supplications and prayers night and day. But she who lives in pleasure is dead while she lives. And these things command that they may be blameless. But if anyone does not provide for his own, and especially for those of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Do not let a widow under 60 years old be taken into the number and not unless she has been the wife of one man, well reported for good works, if she has brought up children, if she has lodged strangers, if she has washed the saints' feet, if she has relieved the afflicted, if she has diligently followed every good work. And friends, what these verses are telling us is that we are to watch out for these people. We are to care for the widows. We are to help provide for those who have need of us. Let's go back to our verse today. And verse number 6 of Proverbs 13 says this, Righteousness guards him whose way is blameless but wickedness overthrows the sinner. So friends, this verse basically talks about the difference of being righteous and doing right things on a regular basis. If we do these kind of things, our conscience will be clear. We know we're doing the right thing. Our hearts will just feel good about the things we're doing. But... When you talk about wickedness, it says wickedness overthrows 
the sinner. And friends, if we make a habit of being with people who do evil things, people who do things that you know you should not be doing, if you consort with people like this, there's a good chance you will become like one of them. You will begin to think the way they do. So we need to guard our hearts and we need to be mindful of the people that we associate with. Friends, my call to action is really quite simple today. Where are you at in this process? Do you look out for the unfortunate people of this world? Do you lend a helping hand for people like widows, that people in your neighborhood that you know are no longer married, their husband has died? Friends, it's very easy to think about ourselves and our needs, but if we are truly to become like Jesus, we need to look outside of ourselves. We need to become more aware of those around us who have needs and reach out to them and help them in any way that we can. And I'm not just talking about monetarily. I'm saying give them some of your time. Reach out to them. Try to get to know these people. See if you can minister to them. Be a blessing to these people. The suggested scripture reading is what I often ask you to do. Go over the proverb of the day, Proverb 13 today, and go to our chapter of the day, Job chapter 22. I only read about nine verses in this chapter today, but there's actually 30 verses in this chapter, so I invite you to take a look at it and read the entire chapter. There's plenty of good stuff in here. This was really a good chapter. Friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. If there is anyone listening today and you've never taken that step, I invite you to say a simple prayer after me today. Father God, thank you for sending your son Jesus to earth. Jesus, thank you that you were willing to come to earth. You set a wonderful example for each and every one of us that live on earth today. You were tempted in every area, as are we, and yet you never gave in to the temptation of sin. Jesus, thank you for setting that example. Yet, you were willing to die on a cross so that everyone listening today would have all of their sins forgiven. Jesus, I invite you to come into my heart. I ask that you lead me and guide me from this point forward in my life. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, this is just the first step. If you repeated that prayer, I'd like for you to reach out to me on my webpage, wisdomtodaybk.com. There is a contact tab. Click on your name. Give me that information. Let me know you said that prayer. But friends, saying that prayer is just step one. What I invite you to do is find a local church. Maybe try visiting a couple churches and find out one that preaches the gospel, that talks about the Bible and the good news, and that's someone you can relate to. 
Look, meet the people, see where you feel comfortable, but it's so important to be around like-minded individuals. Welcome to the family of God. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, please join me again tomorrow as we further explore wisdom today.